Bray, what'd you have to say about Pepper's dick? I said he's a lowered dog, so his dinklage is probably touching the grass. His what? His dinklage. I'm sorry, repeat yourself. His Peter Dinklage. I'm sorry, who is this? Peter Dinklage, he's an actor. Hello? That's right. Am I on the line with Dinklage? This is Peter Dinklage. Show me your dick. (laughs) I don't have one. Goodbye. Hello, everybody. We're sad. We are scared. We're unprepared. I'm Bree. And I'm Caleb. And welcome to Horrorsuit. Please go home, Bree. The show's <laughs> over. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another main series Halloween spooktacular episode. It's a spooktacular. Today, we are talking about a gem in some people's eyes. And very much days not in the others. Halloween, Halloween. 27 days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. <laughs> there you Eight go. more days till Halloween. 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 <laughs> Eight more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Not a fan of the movie, but uh, I like that cute little commercial. <laughs> really? I like Spoiler that. Spoiler alert, I don't like the movie. <laughs> Everything that you like, I don't like. You don't like, like the commercial? Uh, it's okay. I kind of like it. I think it's really cool. I'm iffy. I, I like it, but I also, it no, also makes me want to blow my you brains know what? out. It, it's like it's weird because like it makes me remember of when like Spirit Halloween. I I haven't had cable in years, so I don't know if they're still doing it. But like Spirit Halloween used to like release commercials, and they would be like super like oh come buy this mask and we have this and that. And, like, I just remember those. And they yeah, and they used to like send out like um like uh, catalogs for like all the costumes that they had, and like I remember seeing one of them. It was like a an in an 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 outlet and an inlet. I think that's what it's called. Of like, the, like the the fucking electricity uh, plug-in things. Oh, outlet. Outlets. This is what you're talking about. Outlets and inlets. Yeah, they had two costumes. One was a guy and one was a girl. It was really cool, and I thought it was hilarious when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is the funniest thing ever. This is comedy <laughs> at its prime. This is literally golden comedy right here. <laughs> oh my god. So Brie, this was your first watch of this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like ever. Mm, like ever, yeah. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first time I ever watched this movie, I will say I did not like it, but <laughs> I was younger when I first watched this movie, and I had watched, like, you know, Halloween and Halloween it's, 2. Okay, because, like, okay, so when you were telling me um, <laughs> that, okay, whatever day we're on of the 31 challenge, um, that this was going to be the movie, and you had said, like, Season of the Witch, mm. and I was like, okay, that sounds dope, and then you told me it was a, a, a Halloween movie, like Michael Myers Halloween, and I was like okay, I've never heard of this. And then you told me there's no Michael Myers. And I was like, all right, okay, cool. Like, so I, I walked into the movie like, okay, no Michael Myers Halloween. This is fine. As a movie itself, I, I don't like it. Like, I feel like it's really cool. It's, but... you know what? It's like, I don't hate it, but it's not like I, I'll nothing, be- I'm gonna beg nothing to differ on that. jumped out to me. I'm going to beg to differ on that. You texted me right after you finished, and you were like, it sucks. I hate this. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I don't hate it more than I hate things killing. See, but that's still just... Um, nothing just Nothing about this movie really like jumped out to me. Like, I'm sorry, Brie, but you're a dumb person. I don't care. I think you're a dumb person, so... I have fucking chili in my eye. 
you deserve that for not liking Thanksgiving. It's just, <sighs> it it's ridiculous. Next month, honestly, next month is November, and you are not appeasing the turkey gods right now. And I don't think you realize what you're doing, but there are rules. Okay, I don't there care about anything rules. except the fact that my eye is on fire right now. Well, you're gonna have to deal with it. So anyway, yeah, guys, <laughs> you didn't notice um, we are talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and the director's name was uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, <laughs> Tommy Chong. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, Tom, Tommy Chong was so the director bad. of this. Uh, this was made in 1982. Mm-hmm. The budget was $2.5 million and the box office was like $14.4 million. Mm-hmm. And that was all people that expected to see Michael Myers but didn't. <laughs> they so, were probably pissed, dude. No, a lot of people were pissed about it, and people boycotted this movie for a long time. It kind of got got like a following later because people were just like, "Oh well, I'm just gonna look at it as a movie." I yeah, I can see that. Some people that's, like it. That's how I looked at it. Like it's it's just a movie, and as a movie itself, I just yeah. wasn't happening for me, bud. Yeah, well, you know, you're you tend to breathe things up, so I mean, I I be breathing things. Breeze be breathing, dude. Yeah, but personally, the first time uh, we went off topic of that story, but when I first watched this movie, I went into it like at, like a little while after watching Halloween 1 and 2, because mm-hmm. obviously both of them were made, all these were made way before I was born. So I watched them both, and then I got I went into that, and I was just waiting for Michael Myers the whole time, and then he pops up on the TV a couple yeah, times, too. I was, I was just going to mention that, actually. Like, um, I like the fact that they put that in there, but like it just... We'll get to it. Know. We'll get yeah. to that yeah. when, when we get to it. But yeah, I I saw that and I was just like, oh, okay, so maybe he is coming. And I was like, he he never showed up. What the fuck is this movie? So I didn't like it's, it, but I didn't pay attention or understand anything. It's just so like it's such an off spin. It's it's such an off spin from the just like from the regular series, I guess. Like it's very different. It's it's one hundred percent different. And but I mean, do you know the backstory? Do I know the backstory of season of the witch, or do I know like why it's Michael not a Michael Myers movie? not necessarily i know you told me that they wanted to take like a anthology turn into well, it that's exactly what it is they yeah, wanted they wanted halloween to be an anthology but it was supposed to be like just those two michael myers stories and it was just because they didn't finish that one so they made this movie and didn't really tell anyone or <laughs> not many people and people were not happy about it they wanted michael myers they yeah. liked him so they were like well we're going back to this and it's really interesting watching this movie just because it's cool to see what the Halloween series would have been if it was not about Michael Myers. <laughs> I need an eye patch, dude. My eyes on fire right now. Jesus Christ. Bree, shut up. We all have fucked up eyes, all dude, right? Dude, all right? This one we is all get, hurting, dude. We all like, get chilly in our oh eyes, all right, God. bud? I got straight up chilly in my eyes. And you know why? You want to know why I got chilly in my eyes? Because you didn't give me a fork to eat that cabbage with, all right? And well, so I picked it up with my fingers, and now I have chili in my eye. There was no chili on it, so good job. There was chili on it. Cajun. Yeah, it's still spicy, you dumbass. It's slightly spicy. It burns so bad, and I want to wipe it, but I can't. It's more chili. It's a never-ending process. I hate this. <laughs> okay, so anyway, let's get into this uh, pumpkin-filled episode. It is very pumpkin-filled. I love I it. Love it. So we start out with spook spook music, and we see a good old pumpkin head to ease us into the episode. And we are to the fucking movie. So to ease <laughs> you into the episode, you, the We're listener. We're easing you guys, all right? Not us, you Do guys. Do you feel eased? Are you at ease? Does my voice ease you? Are you calm? Are you cool? Think of the ocean. Think of you floating on the ocean. I'm going to need you to lay down 
and close your eyes. Only the sound of the waves is in your ears. <laughs> you are now awake. You are now awake and terrified. <laughs> you are not having a good time. You want to go home, but you don't know where you are. We have you locked in our basement. We're going to fucking kill you. Oh, my God, Caleb. This took a very sharp turn. <laughs> That's you... terrifying. I was literally just going to say, this is probably a nightmare, and <laughs> came out with that. Jesus, man. Now close your eyes. You are back at the beach. You are calm. You are cool. You're with your family. <laughs> nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> So we see this dude running from a car that's chasing him, and this guy can't seem to get inside of any of the doors in this obviously closed <laughs> facility, and he's having a big issue with this. He's having he, a terrible time. He really thinks someone should be in there, but they really shouldn't, and he's not happy about it. So it's late as shit, but he still doesn't come to any conclusions. The car turns for a second, and for some reason, this dude doesn't take this opportunity to just completely hop a fence and leave. He's just yeah. like, open I'm, the door! <laughs> I'm gonna run into doors until I run out of doors. <laughs> And he does not run out of doors. There's an infinite amount of doors. So this guy is in his own twilight zone. He then gets attacked by some skinny goon from the car. And he immediately gets a choked goon. the fuck out. A goon. It, it's a goon. I love it. It's literally it's a, a goon. goon. <laughs> and before he goes under, he releases the brick or uh, on like this wheel. Because he's in a junkyard. Yeah. And releases the brick that's uh, holding this wheel or this fucking this car up. Car, yeah. And it starts rolling over and it crushes good old soup boy real good. It's it's weird how it crushes him because he's just standing there and he, he he literally reacts like you when something is going wrong. No, yeah, you're right. You're just no like, reaction ah! whatsoever. He's like, oh, I'm gonna die. Does nothing to stop what it. What can like... I do? <laughs> Lol. What can you do? So we see one hour later, and the <laughs> auto parts store owner or whatever is like chilling, watching some TV, and we see a commercial that keeps saying. Eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Eight more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock. And they show us their set of three Halloween masks, which is like a skull and like a ghoul, like witchy chick, and then a pumpkin. It's like a, yeah, I was going to, you already said it, never mind. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got it, yeah. So the TV, I'm a big boy. The TV shuts <laughs> off and uh, he hears a noise outside. He goes to open the door and the oldie that almost got choked out by the weird FBI guy walks inside and <laughs> is like, he just basically dies in the guy's arms for whatever reason, even though nothing at all happened to him. I know, like nothing happened get, to him. Nothing he happened. He, he got away. Touched. He just ran. He ran, so maybe he had a heart attack. This guy was winded, and he took a he took a fall. <laughs> he took <laughs> a fall for me. the team. Honestly, me after. Oh my god, I have something to say later on. <laughs> I can't go later on, you don't want to say now. No, not now. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll say it when it comes up. <laughs> okay, so we meet a doctor dude, and he shows up to his ex wife's house, and she fucking hates him. Like she absolutely despises <laughs> this man. Relatable. And, <laughs> and he gives them some Halloween presents, but they're disappointed and say that their mom already got them silver samrock masks, mm -hmm. and they pull them out. They're like, "Look at these!" And they put on the the commercial, and they start singing the song. And they're just sitting in front of them. They're just like, hey, they're like right in front of the TV, dude. I'm like, get, they're so close, dude. Like, get your fucking kid away from the TV. What are you doing? Besides arguing gonna, with your husband, your, your eyes are gonna burn out of your head. Like, calm down. Give them some glasses and some milk. So the doctor dad dude has to leave because he gets a call about someone that needs immediate attention. And his wife says, oh, drinking and doctoring? Great. That's just great. And he gets to the hospital. Do you and... fucking blame him, though? Like, if I was a doctor, I would have to drink. Yeah, I would get drunk to You'd cut someone some, open. so much fucked up shit. Like, Jesus. I, I would go to my surgery room and be like, uh, it's sterile. And then I'd puke on it. Sterile. And then I'd be like, all right, all right, all right guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doctor, doc, doc, uh, I'm doc. Don't touch me, I'm sterile. I'm doctor, and I'm gonna I'm gonna perform your surgery. 
And they're be like, all right, uh, are you experienced? Oh, shoot, yeah, I'm experienced. And then I'd oh, hell probably yeah, just... dude, I just watched a video on this. And then uh, just hear a, and I pass out. That's, no. Okay, so when I got my C-section with Maddie. That was your doctor? It no, was me? No, my anesthesiologist, which is, like, if you guys don't know, the highest paid doctor in all of, like, the medical fields. He, okay. like, they make fucking bank. He puts needles in and your this... butt that make you pass out. Dude, this dude, like, he comes in and, like, I'm scared shitless because this was basically an emergency C-section. I won't go into it, but, yeah, it was an emergency C-section. And I'm like, are you sure you know what you're doing? And he's like, he looks at me and he's like, yeah, just watch the YouTube video. Oh, I remember you told <laughs> like, me about that. Like, are you sh- fucking shitting me, dude? Don't tell me this. <laughs> you're a gullible shit, all right, Brie? Proceeds to put the needle in my back and uh, numb me from the fucking chest down. So um, the, it was a great time. The needles actually go in the butthole. Oh, yeah, straight up the butthole, dude. This you're is right. actually a fact. You're right. Well, the thing is, is because babies are actually stored in the butthole, and if you don't <laughs> put the baby to sleep before it comes out, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> That's just I don't know. I'm That's how it goes, dude. You're, you you got you hit the nail on the head, dude. Well, I went to medical school. You totally did for like twelve years. Yeah. To be a buttholeologist. You were a dookie hauser. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, proficient in the duke. Anyway. Well, proficient in the duke. <laughs> anyway, so he gets to the hospital and um this is so fucking weird. Like, he gets to the hospital, and around the gurney of the hurt man is, like, the nurses, and for some reason, the dude that brought him to the hospital is just standing there, just, like, hanging around, like, <laughs> waiting for the doctor to show up. I feel He had to have been there for at least, like, 15 minutes while he mm-hmm. was waiting for the doctor to drive there, so he's just chilling, like, just waiting well, to I mean, like, get his word in. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, if you save somebody, you kind of want to know what's going on with them. Yeah, but I feel like, wouldn't he just, like, tell, like, the nurses and they would, like, relay that to the doctor because they have to get this guy no, in? No, no. I don't know if you've ever been to the hospital, but I've nurses- I've never been to a hospital. Nurses come and ask you questions, and then the doctor- I was born in the back of uh, a van. <laughs> born in the back of a Chevrolet van? Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, so, yeah. So, the nurses, like, ask you questions, and then the doctor comes in and literally asks you the same questions. Is that so the same they, in an emergency situation, though, when this guy's yes, dying? Yes, yes, They'd wait for 15 yes, minutes to treat him? Probably. Well, this is fucked. I know this on first-hand experience, bud. Well, Bree is apparently a doctor, so anyway... I am du- a doctor, thank The dude you. starts talking to the doctor and is like, Hey, man, I don't know what's wrong with him. I just brought him here, and uh, I still don't know why he's even around. I still don't like Bree's explanation. <laughs> and he's then like, he's like, can I leave now? And the doctor's like, yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing him in. And the guy's like, sure thing. My pappy always told me to help someone that needs help, unless there's going to be trouble. There ain't going to be no trouble, is there? <laughs> and he's like, you never know when someone might be needing help. It might be my turn next. And he's just talking a fucking lot. Like, I've, I've had it with this guy. It's, yeah, it's 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 really dragged on. I don't like it. And right as he's saying this, uh, the dude on the gurney wakes up and he's like, they're going to kill us, all of us. And this guy just has like a look like, nope fuck this he he calls a cab mm-hmm. and, he, and he just like leaves because he's like yeah he, he's he already said it he doesn't want any trouble so he literally mm-hmm. just turns around you see a scene of him like turning around multiple times just running he's like yep i'm out honestly my reaction to anything like that oh yeah <laughs> i'd leave too i would immediately leave that's literally like whenever i'm in a fight or flight situation it's always flight <laughs> I'd put a recorder on this guy's funny. face and I'd be like, hey, do you want to say something for my podcast? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you, uh, really quick before you go, because yeah, you're terrified. Real, real but, quick, uh... before you die, um, before, <laughs> I, I, know, I, know you, I know you just like died from being uh, winded from running a mile, but uh, can, do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say? He's going to be like, horror soup sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so the secretive FBI agent man uh, sneaks into the hospital and he puts some sneaky black gloves on and then heads into old oldie's room to finish the job. Oh, I should probably also say that uh, before that, the doctor puts his patient to rest and he grabs his nurse's ass and he said he should have married her. And also okay. her, her name is Agnes. Okay. I, just I had thought to this say was that. so weird, dude. He literally, like, gropes her, dude. Like, how are you not uncomfortable? Yeah, but obviously... And this guy Ag- is not attractive whatsoever. Okay, but he's better, looking, he's better looking and better sounding than Agnes, so I guess Agnes really isn't getting too much action. Agnes probably I needs this. She probably guess. goes to work for this. I mean, I guess, and he's but a still, doctor. it's like, it's not, like... This was never, like, warranted. Like, you just Brie. don't grab somebody's ass. Well, she... that They had a rapport. <laughs> obviously. They obviously had, like, an understanding... And also, like, Agnes probably wants to get her way paid through Agnes school. Because, I mean, you can't just, like, wait. You think you just wake up and you're Agnes, dude? No. You have to go through classes. You have to put your blood, sweat, and tears into being an Agnes. You are probably right. So, yeah, this guy has money. He can help her. He can help Agnes, dude. You know what, Bree? So just calm the, just tone it down. You're right. All right. I'll calm down. All right. You're can right. we get back to the story? Yeah, let's get back into Because I'm getting pissed. All right. I don't All want right. you to get mad. I don't want you to get angry. Because I won't like you when you're angry. Dude, I, I turn this weird shade of green. And like, I don't know, my pants turn purple. It, it's very... My I don't, shirt rips off and I become incredibly buff. I don't know, dude. I've heard it somewhere. Someone told me that it sounds familiar. I don't... Anyway, this guy covers his mouth and he clenches his fist. So it seems like he's going to uh, punch this guy to death. <laughs> he's finishing the job on this oldie real good. But instead of punching him to, je- to death, he jams his fingers into his eyes. And then he messes around inside of his eyeball sockets until he breaks his nose from the inside. It's it, it's really weird looking. And like, okay, so I... <laughs> I watched this illegally. <laughs> okay, so hold on. Allegedly. Um, uh, allegedly. Do you know what this reminds me of real quick? You know in Beetlejuice when uh, fucking Alec Baldwin pulls out his nose? Mm-hmm. And it gets all super long. It reminded yeah. me of like that. Yeah, that'd be cool because like, he literally sticks his fingers it. into his sockets and like pulls it out. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, so like, I yeah, so allegedly I watched this movie illegally. And uh, it kept on like freezing and then loading like three seconds later. By the way, I own this movie. FBI, don't come after me. <laughs> okay, whatever. And, like, so, like, I didn't really get to see, like, the whole, like, process. I just saw him kind of, like, breaking the nose. Oh, okay. I mean, that was pretty cool. It was all right. Like, I don't understand how that kills so a person. So, Bree's but... saying she actually watched this video in 120p, and it was also in German. Probably. I had to, I had to uh, download a separate, a separate app and uh, get uh, English subtitles on it. I'm just kidding. That's not real. Oh, you had your, that. you had your German, um... Just your German, like, I had translator a, I had a real-time translator in my ear. Oh. That's how I watched the movie. This okay. is what I do for the podcast, okay? I deserve more respect. Literally. Literally. So, Agnes is walking in while he's wiping the blood, sweat, and tears of Brie off of the curtain, <laughs> off on the curtains, and he just, she just kind of, like, casually walks by her because he just gives her a look, and he's just like, yeah, I'm walking by, and she's like, ah! I'm walking in. So she screams and she alerts Dr. Dadness and he chases after the man lazily. And the FBI dude gets into his car and then pours gasoline all over himself and fucking lights a match and sets himself on fire. This is what I was going to say. That this is me at any given misconvenience. Oh, it is. <laughs> like, it is. Any little you say inconvenience? minor conven- inconvenience. That's what I meant. <laughs> any minor inconvenience, like I stub my toe, that's literally me. Pretty and much, And it was just honestly. so funny because he's just like... That shit is fucking, fucking awesome, honestly. It's hilarious, dude. Like, it's amazing. I love it. I don't know how you don't love that. Like, it's fucking awesome. No, th- I mean, it was cool, but I just thought it was funny. Like, 
Like, what the fuck? Oh, like, shit. <laughs> no, that was fucking, like, some real shit. He just fucking murdered some dude and then killed himself. Like, he's he's dedicated to his job. Dude, he's fucking witted, like, 100%. He's really about that life. But, oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I just thought it was funny because the immediate thing I thought was, like, me at any misconvenience. <laughs> I can't fucking get the word right. Inconvenience? What the hell is wrong with you? Any minor inconvenience. That's what Jesus. I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say, but I can't say it. Jesus, Bree. My mind goes a million miles a minute, all right? Let me get you some English classes. English classes? Yeah. So you can teach me how to spoke? Some Winglish. Winglish? Wendingalish? <laughs> so anyway, the doctor dad is on the phone with Miss PhD ex-wife and tells him that he can't get the kiddos again, or tells her that he can't get the kiddos again. And he gets off the phone with her and glances at the pumpkin mask that Oldie McOlderton was gripping when he came in and died in the hospital. So the police bring the man's daughter in, and she confirms that it is, in fact, her father's body mm-hmm. that's laying there. And she's, she's like... She's a babe, by the way. Oh, my God. She's gorgeous. Oh, my God. So she asks how it happened, and they're like, some crazy man killed him, set himself on fire, probably drugs. <laughs> and she cries. She's like, that's it? Some man on drugs just killed my father? Like, yeah. We're not looking into this any further, ma'am. <laughs> that's, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm sorry. So Dr. Dad sees her crying, and he's just like, bah humbug, and he keeps moving, doesn't comfort her. I'm and upset. I am very disgruntled. So Dad Doctor talks to his doctor friends and tells her to figure out what's going on with Superhuman Fire Car Guy, and she agrees, <laughs> and they, they kith a little bit. And Doctor, a little kith. A little kith. And Doctor heads over to the bar, and when he turns on the TV, we see a preview for John Carpenter's first Halloween movie, yeah. which I fucking love. I love that they put it in there anyway. So I, I, I did enjoy that. So I was like, ooh, okay. Hello. And then it ended very quickly. <laughs> and you were like, wait, this isn't the movie? <laughs> so as he's sitting at the bar, Ellie, the man's daughter from earlier, shows up and thanks Dr. Dad for attending her father's funeral. And she said that one of the nurses said that she could find him at the bar, so that's how we all know this guy's a drunk bitch. Yeah, he's he's an alcoholic. Yeah, so I don't... Uh, I guess I kind of get why ex-wife is kind of mad at him, because <laughs> he doesn't look like he... Uh... It, it it's It's very apparent that he's not... In his children's lives. But you know what? Like, he... even when he came to bring the mask- masks. Jesus. <laughs> I can't speak right now. Even when he came to bring the masks, like, the kids totally weren't into it. Like, no, they were into it. They just already had some freaking sweet no, but silver like, it was just, masks. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it, they make it very apparent that this dad is, like, not worth a shit. They're indifferent, and we don't even get a conclusion with him and his kids either. We they're never kinda, don't. They just cease to We exist. never don't. Perfect. I cannot fucking talk this episode. I'm minutes. sorry. <laughs> I'll so, be quiet. So Dennis tells Ellie that uh, her father was gripping a Halloween mask that night and said that they were all going to die and then boom, he was killed. Big dead. So Ellie brings... Huge dead. Huge. So Ellie brings dad huge. in. Huge. It's going to be huge. You cut me off. One more time. One more time, Bree. You guys, Caleb was yelling at me. You do this again, I swear to God. I'm frightened. <laughs> <laughs> this has been startled straight. <laughs> so anyway, before Brie rudely interrupted me, Ellie brings Dadness to her dad's old shop like, and says she's me? been doing some shut-up research on his death. She looks through his <laughs> appointment book and asks that her father ran into trouble in a place. Or in, and sees that her trouble... Her fa- she says that her father ran into trouble in some place, like... In like Santa Mira because she was meeting with it's, some dude. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. She, was was, me- she was meeting with this guy and then she he was supposed to go somewhere else and then he didn't show up. So she was like, all right, he ran into trouble he, somewhere no, around no, no, here. No, 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 no. He was meeting with, the, her father was meeting with some woman 
And then, like, he had dinner at that place, and then he left to go pick up more masks for his store because he had, like, a little, like, Halloween shop. So he went to the factory to go pick up masks, and, like, he never came back from there. So he ran into trouble somewhere in that town that he went to go pick up masks in. So at this point, Ellie decides that she isn't going to go back home until she figures this out. We don't even know where she lives, so maybe her home is, like, two minutes away and she's just being dramatic. No, she said L.A. Okay, two minutes away. So Dr. Dad calls his ex and says, where where does this take place in? It literally says when the movie Oklahoma. (laughs) It literally says Northern California when the movie opens up. Oh, so she's a few hours away. She can calm down. So Dr. Dad calls his ex and says she has to cancel again, and she's all pissed. She's like, the kids don't even remember your name. So (laughs) Dr. Man heads out of town with Ellie over to Santa Mira to find out what the darn tootin' is going on. And they arrive at the town, and people from everywhere are just, like, watching them from every fucking corner of everything. And they end up at a hotel, and the doctor sneaks inside to check out the guest list for anything suspicious. Mm -hmm. So this family pulls up in an RV, and they almost fucking, like, drop (laughs) the fucking... This part was funny. They almost drop this bike, like, on this guy's head, and then, like, fucking run him over. And they're like, hey, what the hell's going on? You you almost gonna kill this guy. What the hell are you doing? They're like, well, at least he's not dead. Thanks for not being dead, sir. (laughs) Thanks for uh, dodging this falling bike that we never secured. <laughs> exactly. And then some other lady pulls up and then almost hits him as well. And then she complains about, like, the factory fucking her over. And she just doesn't apologize for hitting him as well. No one yeah, cares about hitting it's, people. It's thunderfucked. This scene is thunderfucked. So, anyway, this guy's... I should have said this for a while ago, but this guy's name is Dr. Chalice. Chalice. Dr. Chaplips. So, Dr. <laughs> Chaplips confirms that uh, her... Chapted. He confirms that her father, dad... Chapter and chapter. Oh, my God. <laughs> that her father, dad stayed there during the expected time because he, like, runs into the hotel and, like, yeah. sneaks in a fucking, like, appointment book and looks in it. And uh, they decide to stay the night and investigate the next day. So they're in the room and the doctor's like, all right, should I get another room or sleep in the car? And she's like, well, wouldn't that be suspicious because we're supposed to be okay. married? Yeah, let me let me say it and then you can talk his <laughs> shit because okay. I'm going to talk some shit on this, too. So... He's like, yeah, should I just, like, get another room or sleep in the car? It beats the floor. And she's like, well, where do you want to sleep, Dr. Chalice? And he's like, that's a dumb question. And And they start making out. out. But, like, okay, okay, it's they just met each other. It didn't even seem like they had any kind of attraction. Like, her father (laughs) just died, and then all of a sudden they're just like, yeah, let's get this. I... The, the entire time this is happening, I'm just like, this literally did not need to happen. It came like, out of nowhere. Like, it, you, they didn't even need to be involved in the story, really. It's It really didn't. Because, they could have like, still had an emotional connection because they were adventuring together. They could have. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, say he would have, like, slept on the recliner or whatever. Like, you know, say that. And then they, like, do this journey together. And then afterwards, they have a romantic connection. You know, it like, happens that would have worked. It happened in the it first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. immediately. Like, you just met this guy. He was at your dad's funeral. And now you're plowing him, like... And we, did we even see the funeral? No, we don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. We don't so. see the funeral okay, they at just all. mentioned it. Yeah. But still, like, she she had said, thank you for coming to his funeral. Like, yeah. Oh, your dad just died, dude. Like, what? It's, I just, uh, I just, don't understand it, and I don't understand why it's there. It's really like, funny. It comes out of nowhere. Like, absolutely nowhere. It's just, like, I mean, I didn't mind it. Like, I wasn't like, okay, like, this is, I mean, he's gross. He's disgusting. It gets even weirder, but we'll get to that. Yeah, like really, no, really soon. Sure, yeah. I have. I think I know you know what I'm talking about, but I have it written down. Yeah, no. Go so ahead. I'll wait till we get it. it. It's so fucking weird, though. I love it just because it's fucking hilarious, but it's it's weird. It's fucking weird. <laughs> so anyway, some homeless guy gives a bit of information to Jock to Doc Chow, and ultimately Jock gets Chow. his head squished and uh, ripped off by the FBI agent dudes because he mm-hmm. talked. 
And this is this seems actually cool. They come up to him and literally He's just start rat. squishing his head like in between their hands, and then they just rip his fucking head off and throw it. Yeah. It was... Shut okay, up, Ray. Go on. So some chick approaches Ellie, and her name's Marge, of course. She tries Marge. to do some kind of why is there Marge. Agnes and Marge? Agnes Marge. Isn't Agnes the the fucking gross ass girl that Frank bangs and it's always sunny? Isn't her name Agnes? Yeah. <laughs> Artemis. Artemis, there you go. Yeah. Okay, same Artemis. shit. <laughs> same. Artemis is actually better. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, I beg to differ. So anyway, <laughs> she, she tries to gross. do uh, some kind of business pitch thing and bitches about the mass quality and the company that sells them. And she gives her lo- she gives uh fucking Ellie the little logo because she was like this just ripped off like this damn ass thing doesn't even stay on the damn ass beanie. You want to do something gay to this damn ass thing? And uh, Ellie takes it back to her room and she pees on it. <laughs> and uh, she forget, she forgets about it, and she drops on the floor with pee all over it. And the doctor gets back to the hotel and immediately gets seduced by hot ass Ellie. Honestly, this is so weird too, because he walks in the room and she takes off her coat and has like full on lingerie. I'm like, when did you you either pack that lingerie or you took the time to go buy this in the middle okay, of this adventure? Literally, dude, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> she met so this funny. doctor literally in the same room that her dead father was in and she was like i'm gonna fuck him and she goes and buys lingerie for this or she took some like because i'm gonna uh, this is my plan like she this is totally premeditated like i don't even think she cared about her father i think she just wanted to bang this doctor literally like oh my god dude this story definitely it definitely has some plot holes I, I did not understand that whatsoever, but okay, whatever. Like, I guess, like, I mean, I don't really know if, like, women wear lingerie underneath their regular clothes. I don't think that's a I thing. wouldn't because it's, like, it's not the most comfortable thing. Like, yeah, I'm really, I'm going to go. It's lacy and it's, like, kind of tight and, like, body squeezing. Well, at least the ones I have. Mm. So, like, I don't know. I just wouldn't. I'm going to go ahead and say that as a woman, I've never done that. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'm not exactly the queen of women, but I'm pretty close. Dude, no. We need to go to, like, a Halloween party, and you need to wear, like, full-on lingerie underneath your clothes. And then, like, when, like, a pit starts Flash opening my overcoat. up. Like, if it's a show or whatever, like, a pit starts opening up, just walk into the middle and tear your clothes off. And twerk. And twerk. Okay. I mean, we can arrange this. I'm not opposed. Let's do it. So anyway, back to the story. I'm not really, yeah, like, I'm not really sure why they're so in love all of a sudden. But she's really hot, so good for a doctor because yeah, he's not ever I gonna mean, get anything better than her. Oh my God, dude, he's, ever. He's very flabby and just. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So they're laying in bed after fucking, and some Halloween song comes on again, and he turns it off, and they start making out, and he's like, this is so weird. He's like, hold on. How old are you? Why didn't you ask this in That's the beginning? It, literally, the first <laughs> thing that came on my mind, if you were concerned about whether or not she was of age to begin with- You already okay, banged her, dude. First of all, you why- You already banged first, her. Okay, why didn't you ask about this before you even went on an adventure with her so you know if you're going on <laughs> exactly. some weird adventure with a minor? And second of all, why would you bang her if you thought she might be a minor? See, see dude- <laughs> This, this is movie, weird. I don't. This is weird. It really doesn't. I doesn't look at this with me. Okay, the reason I like this, I look at it as it has a lot of B movie elements, especially the dialogue and the weird things. So I look at this as a B rated Halloween movie. So I love it. 
I fucking love yeah. it. Okay, but I'll it, let you go on. It's so fucking weird. It's like it, you could have asked this like so long ago. Dude. That was just like, not right. You you made a mistake, brother. <laughs> so anyway, Marge what is if about. She to, was like seventeen. I know, right? And she's just something like, "I'm old enough, buddy." No, she was like, "Um, I'm older than I look." Oh yeah, which is not exactly. a good sign. And no. then you proceed to like. And then they, th- he didn't ask anything after that. They just started making out again. She was like, I'm older yeah, than I look. Like, and they start, that could have meant they, she's, well, uh, I mean, were they, were they like hinting that she's not of age? I don't know, honestly, but we can, we can oh kind of like God. assume that she lives alone <clears throat> since she lives like pretty far away yeah, from her family. Yeah, because she didn't live with her father. So I mean, yeah, you can assume so that she's. You can assume that she is of age, but like at the same time, she is much younger than him, like very visibly and that's fine. much younger. Than, and it's, it is fine. As long as there's consent, of course. But just this but, whole like, conversation made it weird. Yeah, it, it made it so weird. Like, But it's hilarious, know, like, nonetheless, what? whatever. So anyway, Marge <laughs> is about to go to bed in her room, and she sees a little Shamrock logo, or logo, logo. logo sitting on the floor, and she sees a little motherboard on the back of it and starts messing with it, and she gets actually fucking lasered in the face with some crazy blue alien beam. Laser. That shit was so cool. Like, she's literally just messing with it. This and then, part like, was cool. She touches the motherboard and it's just like... And then her and face fucking... gets, like, melted and blasted, like, backwards. Like, it looks like her mouth has been, like, peeled backwards and it's all, like, melted and, like, burnt. It's... This it's part was fucking awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's it was, really cool. It was pretty cool. And Ellie and Chalice hear this and ignore it because they're busy plowing. Even though there's, like, some shit going on and they know weird <laughs> stuff is happening, they're like, nah, it's okay, let's keep fucking. And we look back at Marge, and like Bree said, her skin is all fucking gone. Yeah. Super creep kill. Not And there was also a bug crawling out of her mouth. Oh, that's and what that I didn't understand. And that shit's so weird. It's like, where are the bugs coming from? But I didn't it's understand, because cool. it, was, it was a potato bug. Yeah. Like, they look really freaky and really gross. They just look like very enlarged ants. But they're actually potatoes. Yeah. They're genetically mutated like, potatoes. I don't understand why it crawled out of her mouth, but I, I wasn't mad at it. It's cool looking. It was cool looking, but it's like it wasn't wasn't necessarily warranted, I guess. Like Oh, it's necessary and it and it has a warrant. <laughs> it has uh, a search warrant. <laughs> no, yeah, one hundred percent. So the doctor wakes up to some loudness outside and he sees that an ambulance pulls up to take Marge away. And Ellie runs out. She's like, that's Marge. She's like, who the fuck is Marge? She's Marge. like, that's my friend. And doctor tries to intercept and tell them that he's a doctor. And they're like, nah, fuck you. She's going to get great Frig care. Off. Like, don't don't worry about it. Frig off, rampers. Frig off, bandy. And uh, he asks the hotel owner who is covering this. And he tells him that Mr. Cochran is handling everything. So Mr. Cochran Cochrane, then pulls Mr. up. Mr. Cochran. I know. It's, it's really responsible. <laughs> so Mr. Cochran pulls Very up and assures them that everything is fine. And as he walks off, he asks what happened to his associates. And they're like, uh, misfire. And they're talking like <laughs> clear as fucking day, loud as hell with like the doctor standing right there. And they think that they don't hear him. Mm-hmm. But they, they told he totally hears all of them. He hears all of them. So the doctor calls his autopsy friend and he says that, uh... Or she says that she didn't find anything, just like ashes and car parts. It's but she's like, like, yeah. But she's like, this is the weird thing, you know. There's no teeth; it's just car parts and ashes. So like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, she was like, I know it's a big explosion, but there's no like, there's no body parts. Like, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. So she thinks that something is set up, and he asks her to look up Mr. Cochran, and she agrees. Right when he hangs up the phone, we see that the wire is tapped. It's weird because like this whole time, like it kind of seems like the what would you call her? Like I guess like forensic specialist the the autopsy girl yeah whatever the fuck she is yeah whatever um forensic analysis whatever the fuck um it kind of seems like they have a thing going on so i feel like they were trying to like like make it clear that this dude's a lady killer when he's fucking not i don't think it's exactly that they have like a one-sided thing like she likes him a lot more than he likes her for sure 
I mean, I guess, but at the same time, like, it, it really felt like they were really trying to, like... I mean, they were. He's a good-looking old man. No. He's not bad-looking no. for for a dude no. his age. No. He has a cool little mustache. No. Yeah. He's no. He's rugged. Absolutely not. No, yeah, he's a rugged working man. And he is he tucks, good with his no, hands, tucks, so you know he'll finger you real good. He tucks his windbreaker into his jeans. Yeah, he has a windbreaker. That's literally just the fact that you said windbreaker. I already know that this is a good guy. He, he may not be a bad guy, but he's gross, and I don't understand. That, like that's the vibe I got. Like they were trying to pass him off as a lady killer. Dude, he's a and power he's bottom for sure. <laughs> power bottom <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna say it like this guy has the power he has the power so yeah wires tapped rookie mistake um they head over to the mass factory to scooby-doo the bitch and they aren't really happy with what they found and as they're leaving they run into the rv people that almost ran them over they're like hey friends want me to mm-hmm. run you over again and uh <laughs> i can do that for you they get them in with mr cochran because they kind of got like pushed away and like weren't really getting much information mm-hmm. and mr cochran's like all right well do you want to come in for the tour and uh you guys can come too i was gonna invite you anyway ha 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 gotcha uh-huh. and as they're exploring the factory the doctor notices there are tons of people dressed like and they look like the man that killed Ellie's father, mm-hmm. which is just creepy FBI guys. Like, really, yeah, just... Just goons. Early 80s FBI guys. Just early 80s goons. So he decides that they need to leave, and she sees her father's car in a garage and runs over to check it out before being stopped by the men guarding the door. There's, like, six men there, too. Yeah, there's a lot of men. Mm-hmm. And they get Many back to the, men. They get back to the hotel and decide that it's about the right time to get the fuck out of this town. And uh, Chalice leaves the room for a minute to call the police and leaves Ellie in the room. And when he gets uh, he, when he gets in there, he picks up the phone and he he's like nine one one, operator, hello. <laughs> and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't complete your call. And he's like, What do you mean, operator? What do you mean, <laughs> what operator? Do you mean? Is this a gag? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the commercial comes on the TV again and says, One more day till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. One more day till Halloween. Suck my ass, rock. And they start chasing <laughs> him, rock. and we see Ellie being taken into the garage by the men who have taken her. Chalice is at a phone booth attempting to call the police once more to absolutely no avail whatsoever. All the phones are off, so you should probably get the hint at this point. Epic fail. Yeah, get out of the fucking town. (laughs) So he sees the men drive by again, so he makes a smart choice, unlike Ellie's dad did, which led to his (laughs) ultimate running death. Running death? He gets the fuck out of there. He died a running death. I don't even want to get back into it. Chalice arrives back at the factory and starts to search around. And he opens his door, and he sees this creepy-ass old lady sitting in a chair, like, weaving shit. It's really fucking creepy. I don't like, like her. It's, it, Dude, I just, like I said, and I'll say it again, I don't like, and, okay, it does seem like, I guess, like, it is kind of a normal movie. Wait, are you trying to tell me you wouldn't lock your grandma in a closet and no. let her sew all day what in I'm a rocking chair? No, what I'm saying is, like, it because almost, I do that. it almost looks human, but at the same time, it doesn't. Oh, she's totally not human. Yeah, well, obviously, she's not fucking human, but, like, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't like inhuman movements, like, at all. They freak me the fuck out. Well, she's moving like a human. Yeah, but she is, but she isn't. Like, her face isn't human. Her face is fucked. And that's what fucks me up. Her face is thunderfucked. That's what fucked me up. This part actually really creeped me out. Yeah, this is actually a really creepy-looking old lady, Mm -hmm. and she's sitting in the chair knitting, and he tries to ask where Ellie is. He's like, where is she? Where are they? Where are they? And he gets no answer, so he gets more pissed, and he starts shaking her, and he's like, where are your nipples? And her <laughs> head falls off, and 
<laughs> he Where sees, are your nipples? He sees that she's an actual whole ass fucking robot, and like her a robot. Her gears are grinding. Like it really grinds my gears that Dude, her gears are grinding. Her gears have never been more grinded. They're off the fucking rails. <laughs> and another FBI suit man comes from behind him and attacks him. And he punches him a few times, but then he's like, wait a second, nothing's working. Because <laughs> nothing is happening whatsoever. He's literally it's a, like... It's a robot, dude. He's landing straight blows on this dude's face. This guy and, would be hurt. And nothing, nothing is happening. Yeah, like if this was a human, he would be hurt. Yeah. But he is a robot. So he gets in a fight with a robot and then punches him until yellow goop starts coming out of his mouth. And he's like, ugh. No, like he, he like kind of like punches him in the chest, right? And he pulls his hand out and he pulls out wires and like yellow goop. Yeah, that's like right. First we see it coming out of his mouth and then oh, yeah, he right, pulls right, his right. hand out and then there's just goop all over him. Yeah. And he's sitting on top of the body and he's just looking at the goop because he's like, this is fucking gross. What? He's like, what am I going to do about this? Like, I can't, what, dude, is this jizz? Yeah, like, he's what's like, wrong he's with like, you? dude, I can't shower anytime soon. Like, I'm out here on a mission. Are you kidding me? Now I got, I got, the, a, I got this goop on my hand, dude. dude like, I got to deal is... with this. Like, I'm going to be sticky for the next few hours while I'm trying to take out a robot corporation that's trying to kill all the kids in the world. Like, are you fucking kidding? I got stuff to do. So he's pissed, understandably. I would be. I don't I, like being sticky. I I hate being sticky, dude. Dude, there are bigger sticky things hands, at hand right now. Sticky hands is are the fucking worst. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. 100. I would let a million children die before I let my hands be sticky. Oh no. <laughs> if I was in the same situation as this guy, I'd go home and take a shower. <laughs> Dude, like, you can get back to the kids, you know, like, if you have time, but sticky hands, Go at least, no. at the very, very least, go wash your hands. But no, don't let dude, a million like, kids die. Come on now. Dude. I'm be, sorry, that doesn't, that I don't doesn't know, fly dude. with me. The children to sticky ratio, the sticky's <laughs> just, it's a lot higher on the board. Children to sticky, all, all, to be honest, all those children are probably sticky, so you might have a point here. Yeah, dude, like, they're just sticky from fucking eating candy because it's Halloween anyway, so fuck them kids. Yeah, dude, and they probably ate all of their parents' stash, too, like. Honestly. Yeah. So I think think I'm doing the world a favor. Parents, if you want your candy, vote for me, 2020. Vote for Caleb. That's all I gotta say. I'm making shirts as we speak. So any fucking way. Let's get back into this. This real shit. So he's sitting over the body, getting this goop off. He's fucking pissed. And two more robots come up and grab him from the back. And along with these robot men is Mr. Cochran. And he's <laughs> mad because the sewing lady was a German machine and very rare. And he's like, I'm going to have to get me a new one. It's like, so, God damn it. And also, I'm just going to say this. Uh, someone buy that for me. The I, the German lady yes, robot? Yes, yes. Machine? I would love to keep that. Let's like anywhere near me at all times honestly someone buy that for me i will love you forever you'll you get, got me fucked you'll up. get free horse soup merch for the rest of your life this you is got a, me so this is an up. ongoing invitation so anyway they walk up with dr chalice and also they know who he is now because they mm-hmm. didn't know he was dr chalice they thought it was like mr uh, rugburn or something smith or something and like that. mr cock Rennie brings the doctor uh, to his cool science factory and uh, mr cock ass shows the doctor his master plan and he's like all right this is my giant stonehenge that i took out of a piece of dirt it has and, ancient uh, powers. Exactly. And we saw a commercial about this, like, in the very beginning of the movie, but it didn't seem relevant at all, but it ended up being relevant. It was so, like... <laughs> it didn't seem it like it was going to have any meaning. It was 100% the opposite of uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> it was... Oh, my God. It was fucking hilarious. So, he was the dirty bird that stole the Stonehenge. And, yeah, you he says the Stonehenge bird. has some kind of, like, special you power with it. <laughs> and uh, he mentions Ellie, and he shows Chalice on video that she's trapped to a gurney in a small room, and he's mm-hmm. like, Ellie! And we see the sketchy peeps playing the commercial again for the masses, and this is really fucking cool. Um, they tell the kids to gather around the TV to watch the Magic Pumpkin, and this is, like, the RV people from earlier. Mm-hmm. This scene is fucking cool. I don't know about you, but this shit is so cool. I, I th- it was all right. Oh, whatever. 
So anyway, the Arby's people's kids uh, sit in front of the TV with their masks, and the little shamrock icon on the back of it starts to glow. Yeah. And Oh, and I said kids, but it's just a kid. It's one kid. One and, shithead. And the mask starts to look like uh, like a rotting pumpkin, because like, he's watching the commercial, and it's like, three more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. It's like one more, no? Uh, I think it's three at this point, because it keeps going down. It's one soon. I think it's three at this point, because there's, like, another day or two back. No, it's like... Or maybe this is the last day? I think it is the last day. You might be right. This might be the last day at this point. Yeah. So they're singing the song, but they're doing, like, a little test run. He's, like, showing him how his whole plan works and what mm-hmm. he's doing. And the commercial starts coming on, and the little, like, logo that, like, fucking Alien blasted this bitch, uh, fucking, what was her name? Uh, mm-hmm. Megarf? Marf. 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 Yeah, Marf. It was Marv from Home Alone. The one that fucking blasted (laughs) Marf into oblivion, like that little shamrock icon starts glowing. Mm -hmm. And then they're not paying attention. They're like arguing about like, I don't know, like the diameter of their ears or something. They're just like talking shit. They're just talking shit on dumb stuff. And uh, this fucking pumpkin, because he's wearing the pumpkin style of the mask. It starts to look like it's rotting. Like, it's literally mm-hmm. a rotting pumpkin. I just thought that shit was so cool. Like, it's it, like, it looks like a hollowed out pumpkin that's just rotting, like, super fucking fast. And it gets closer and closer to the child's head, and then he falls over because it's, like, squeezing his head. I, okay, so that part was cool. But the rest of the scene, I, I have oh, other this, ideas. Uh, the rest of the scene was awesome, too. So the parents look at him because they're like, wait, he fucking fell. What's going on? <laughs> and bugs and snakes literally start to crawl out of his fucking face. Like, they're just slowly coming out. And then, like, literally bugs are coming out. And I just thought this was so cool because imagining, like, you being the parents and just seeing your kid fall over. And you're like, you go to see what it is. You know, you think maybe he's having, like, some kind bugs. of mental issue. And bugs start crawling out of his face like a shit ton like that. That is insane. That it's, is just so it's, fucking cool. It's pretty cool. crazy. And it's just, I think it's just, like. I don't know. It just didn't hit, dude. It didn't hit. I don't know. Maybe you need to like give it. I feel like this movie maybe, takes a couple watches. But maybe I'll give it another watch. I didn't maybe like I this will. movie the first couple watches. Eventually, I did though. I like it now. So this kid is like big fucking dead. And also, I really like this scene too because the Halloween music is playing in the commercial in the background, but they changed it up a little bit. And during the entire scene, it's getting faster and faster and faster. It's like like as the shit's going on. It's I, just I love faster. the music in this movie. The music I really do. Is so fu- well, the, I, the music is actually made by John Carpenter. Oh, cool! I did yeah. not know that. He's fucking incredible. So I just love that because it gets faster and faster and makes the scene feel more and more dramatic. So all the scenes attack and kill the fucking father and the mother. Like, they're trying to get away and they're also trying to, like, save their child a little bit. But the mother passes out and then she yeah. just gets ate by snakes. The father tries to get away get and the snakes eight. and shit just fucking attack him and, like, destroy him. It's That's so what, fucking like, cool. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, the whole rotting pumpkin part was, like, pretty cool. It kind of gave me, like, trick-or-treat vibes because remember, like... uh when, like, Sam's, like, fucking hand got cut off and it was, like, pumpkin guts. Yeah. Like, that's what I, like, kind of imagined. Just, like, pumpkin guts in there. Just, like, rotted pumpkin guts. Mm. So that was cool. But the whole bug and snake thing, I was kind of, like, I was kind of, like, whatever about it. Oh, no. It, it wasn't really necessary, but I think it was. I liked it. So <laughs> It wasn't, but it was. <laughs> it was. In my mind, it was. So Dr. Chalice just sits there in shock because he's just watching this on TV. He's like, yeah, what the like, fuck? Like, holy fuck, this is going to happen to millions of kids yeah. and my own kids. Because like, he knew some shit was going on, you know, like with fucking yeah. Ellie's father and the doctor's office and shit, but he didn't know what. And then when he saw it, he's like, oh, like, fuck. So that's what I'm doing. Like, this is morbid. Okay. This is fucked. Like, this is one of the most it's fucked things you can killer. do. a children killer, yeah. It's this wild. is terrible. Fucking killing the masses, honestly, like killing all children, pretty much. It's fucking crazy. What a dick! It is crazy. So we hear the commercial again, but this time saying "Happy, Happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock." Yeah. So it was. It was probably like a a little countdown. Yeah. So we see all the kids sitting in front of their TVs or heading out to go to trick or treating with their silver shamrock masks, 
and autopsy chick calls one of their colleagues and tells them to come over and check what she's found because mm-hmm. she's like i she found, found like something a, it was like kind of like a like a a timer type of thing something like that Because she would weird. like push it back and then it would go forward yeah it was weird so she was like yeah i don't think this is a car part so we see one of the robot FBI men coming in the room at this time, and he grabs an electric drill as he's walking toward her. Mm-hmm. And she notices some fuck shit, and she tries to call the cops. And when I mean some fuck shit, I mean, like, in the car parts or whatever. Yeah. And she tries to call the cops because she's like, this is not right. And she immediately gets attacked by the FBI man who drills into her fucking brain and kills the bitch. I would have liked this movie, like, 25% more if I would have seen that. If I would have seen her head getting drilled into. Oh, yeah. That would have been pretty cool. It would have been really cool. And I'm I'm honestly pissed that I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's all right. I got some other good kills. So he kills her super good. And he kills her with some super calming, like, elevator-type music playing in the background. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that, too. And uh, Mr. Cockass straps up Dr. Chalice and continues to tell him every single small detail of his plan. Like a fucking idiot. You're a terrible mastermind. Yeah. And he then puts a silver shamrock mask on his head and starts the Halloween... Um, like fucking television commercial it's, for him. Yeah, it's like a, a countdown to this thing that's like supposed to hypnotize kids and like uh start up the whole uh thingy in the mask, right? It was the same thing from earlier. It's just like the fucking like certain part of that song in the commercial, it just like activates the logo which yeah, kills yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Which gives them alien blast to the head. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he starts the television and before he leaves the room he says, Happy Halloween and we see Lori Strode on the television before the actual like yeah. uh, commercial starts. Yeah. So it's fucking awesome. Like I, I just love this so much. It would have been it would have been very interesting to see Halloween as an anthology series with like little flashbacks to like the other anthologies in the middle of them. I mean, yeah. Because honestly, the series... It would have been interesting, yeah. The series didn't go a great route after a <laughs> while. So, I mean, like, I'm I'm open to other things. Like, I still love the movies for what they are, but, like, yeah. it would have been interesting to see if, you know, just different stories all the time. Because yeah, I no, like this story. You're, you're right. It would have been interesting to see different stories, but... I don't or know. if they did both. If they continued, yeah, like... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, if they did, like, series, a, a, like a spin-off... Yeah. series separate from the halloween series. that'd be really cool they should have yeah. kept that in anyway that would have been yeah. but no one probably would have watched them yeah like, it would no one would have watched them. it would have fucking it would have yeah. flopped flopped for sure so the doctor starts to wiggle around in an attempt to escape and he wiggles himself close to the tv and just fucking straight smashes it and no one hears this even though there's a bunch of people outside yeah and also bright fucking idea cochran like literally just live give him the ability to move that's fine like <laughs> you put you... him on a rolling chair you yeah fucking dude idiot. like you're in, you're so stupid like you're you're, you're so stupid i just can't believe this he's and a terrible mastermind he's fucking dumb and he takes a piece of glass out of the broken tv and also this shows us that pretty much his hands are able to move around too so <laughs> So you did terrible at restraining You know what I thought guy. was weird? I don't know if I, um, like, missed this part. Because, like I said earlier, um, like, my sh- my shit wasn't loading, like, that good. So I don't know, like, in the beginning when he was in the room, I thought his hands were tied behind his back. No, I think they were tied in front. or I don't know. I think, I, no, that's no, what I no, thought. I think he got them so around. When I saw... They were tied behind his back, actually. I okay, right. so, but he brought them around? Yeah, some shit. But they, this guy didn't strap them up very well. Yeah, no. He's, at all. He's, he's, he's terrible at his job. He needs to be fired. He should be. He's a fucking CEO and he's a dumbass. So he sees the camera in the corner of the room and he takes off his mask and literally perfectly throws it on okay, the Okay, that's what I fucking laughed at too because I was like, "There's that is a one in a fucking million chance. That was like the weirdest and angle you- <laughs> ever and like, you don't, like that hat probably, or that mask probably weighed like such a, like, not like nothing. Like it was probably so hard to throw that and he throws it perfectly onto it and it just yeah, goes right and over like, the camera. And by the way, like his, 
Oh my god, that was awesome. Wait a minute, were his hands free at this time? Were yeah, his they arms were. free? Or his no, arms? one one of his hands was free. He got one of them off and he just kind of chucked it over like with his wrist. He didn't even use his arm, fucking he just wrist chucked it. Perfect luck, dude. That's <laughs> this, what I was saying. Like, how do you fucking just like This like... guy's an athlete. He's definitely an athlete. He should be in the <laughs> he, NFL. He don't look like it, that's for sure. So anyway, Chalice escapes from the room through the vents and like so fucking such a trope. And he sees everyone really, gathered really inside is. of the room and he's just like watching their master plans from the <laughs> vent. And Cochrane's on the phone and one of his henchmen come up there like, hey, uh, problem. He's like, not now. And, and he's he keeps talking, talking for like ever. For so long. I mean, like, he's just like, so how's your day? How's, how's the wife? And uh, the, the, he finally talks to him and he's like, hey, there's a malfunction on one of the cameras. So good job, fucking dumbass. And Charles is like, wait a second, room four? And he goes over <laughs> and uh, Charles... This man is a threat. <laughs> and Charles gets to the phone and he calls his ex-wife Linda and he tries tries like emphasis on tries he really tries he tries to tell her there's some fuck shit's going on and people are literally dying and she's like dan where have you been are you drunk and he's like no like you need to get rid of the kids mask right now like there's some serious fuck shit going on like people are dying i've watched people die get rid of them are you serious she's like you're just jealous and she hangs up on him no she literally says you're just jealous because the kids love me more than you do yeah more than you and she fucking hangs up this definition is, of a bitter baby mama oh right there oh my god like that was fucking hilarious and he tries to call her back and she doesn't answer and he just like has to fucking run off because some shit's going on and the fucking henchmen walk by so he's like he literally can't call her back at this point this yeah. is his one opportunity and she told him to fuck off so he finds ellie's room and he tries to get her out and the henchmen start to close in on his position at this point they start to run out and they narrowly escape a bunch of weird robot dudes even though they're basically staring them dead in the face and the robots yeah. like the robots are staring at them, too, so they and should so, probably realize this, but so they don't. And so Mr. Cockring says that they're very intelligent. So, yeah, he finds this box with the uh, little Shamrock logo coins, and he realizes that he's surrounded by boxes, like, filled with these things. Mm-hmm. So he has this master plan, which is honestly the dumbest fucking plan in the history of the world, but we're going to get it. It's in. like one of our plans. <laughs> this is so bad. This is so bad. He crawls up into their area undetected. I'm going to say literally. He literally crawls up into their area undetected somehow. There is, there's 20 robots. 100% undetected, dude. There's 20 robots like around him, and he walks into the one area that's the most important area out of everything there. It's and their, like, no it's one their sur- motherboard. And there's no one surrounding <laughs> it whatsoever. And he starts messing with all their controls, and he's literally just fucking pressing buttons. He's like, yeah, yeah, this, this one, that one. And he plays the commercial all around all the robots, and I don't know how he figured out how to do that, because there were so many buttons. He just clicked all of the fucking buttons. But he just knew how. And also, he also, like, somehow made it so they couldn't shut it off. And I don't know how he did that either and how they wouldn't be able to figure this out since it's, like, 20 intelligent robots (laughs) in a room. It's so hilarious because they're looking around. They're, like, present stuff. They're, like, uh... Uh, what's uh, going like, on malfunction malfunction they, dude, malfunction they're, they're literally like malfunctioning and they can't figure out what to do <laughs> it is so fucking funny so at this point they pour they go up to the top like to the roof within like a second mm-hmm. like they ju- he just runs up ellie's already up there and he runs up and they pour some boxes filled with the deadly shamrock logo things <laughs> into deadly. the room of idiotic robots and it literally just lasers them all to death yeah like lasers just start shooting everywhere and destroy them and mr cochran uh, he's literally only like 10 feet away but and he's he, just watching. Yeah, no, he's like, he doesn't oh. get hit by any like, of the what? lasers. Oh, no, wait. Oh, stop it. <laughs> wait, please. But he isn't affected by anything. And Ellie and Jal is just going to fucking scamper off. And Mr. Cochran just stands back as some kind of giant laser circle appears. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, like, the whole, like, ancient stone oh, or whatever God. had, like, hella crazy powers. And so, like, I guess, like, all the laser activity <laughs> in the room, like, set it off. <laughs> And he just, like, stands there and he, like, puts his arms open and he's like, 
yes. And he gets fucking rocked by the lasers, like a 100% fucking rocked by the lasers, dude. I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. I didn't even catch that there was some Aztec weird Egyptian ritual shit going on. I just accepted the fact that there was a giant laser circle. And yeah, he just gets fucking, he gets brain blasted by it. Like, he gets destroyed. Got a blast. He, he literally just like, he comes to terms with the fact that he's gonna die and he's like, well... That's it. <laughs> he just gets fucking destroyed. And not only... Actually, no. Let me, be, let me be specific. There's a mirror behind him, and the energy wasn't going to hit him, and he kind of came to the terms with the fact that his operation was fucked. He didn't even know he was going to die. And his the energy, plan. The energy hits the mirror behind him and reflects <laughs> onto him and destroys him. Oh, Jesus. But not even that. It doesn't... Okay, more into detail. It doesn't even destroy him. It, it turns him into stone. No, it, it like, freezes him. Yeah. He's like ice. Dude, he has frostbite, and then he... <laughs> He just turns into nothing. He just disappears out of existence. <laughs> this whole scene made it's no like sense. It never happened. I loved all of it. None of it made any any sense, but I'm glad that they decided to just roll with it. They just they went full fucking send, and I appreciate them for that. They 100% full sent this shit, dude. So Ellie and Chalice start to drive home, and he begins to tell Ellie that they need to do something. He's like, I need to call someone or do something ASAP. And she doesn't respond. He's like, Ellie? And she turns her head robot style and claws his fucking face and makes him crash into a tree. <laughs> so we see Ellie's a robot, but hold on. Wasn't she talking before this? She was. They were having a conversation and planning something, and then she helped him kill all the other robots. So if you're a robot, why did you kill all the other robots? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. You foiled the plan just to attack this one man <laughs> just because you guys had an emotional connection. Because he knew all the secrets. This is an intelligent robot. She's while being very stupid at the same time. I, I didn't understand it, but I just let it happen. I don't even get how she, I, I'm, I have to assume that she got, like, switched out with a robot, Ellie, like, in between all of that. But I, mean, I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna go with, uh, shit happens. So, he crashes into a tree, and he gets out of the car and dramatically looks for Ellie. And he looks in the door for her, and he's like, huh, she's gone. And but she her arm is there. But her arm is there. <laughs> and he sneaks up from behind him and fucking chokes him out. Chalice reaches into his trunk and he grabs a fucking crowbar that he has chilling there, which I was going to say is weird, but that's not because I have a bat and a golf club in my car. So that's Aren't just you supposed to have a crowbar in your car. Well, it defense. was like a tire iron, right? Oh, yeah, you're tire right. It, it was a tire iron, actually. Yeah. I thought it was a crowbar. So he bops her twice in the head and then she starts to foam up some yellow shit and then he bops her right in the head off. He bops her head right off. And her eyeball- I, I really liked this kill. It was her- like the coolest one. <laughs> I actually thought this was one of the least cool ones. I, I liked it because you can see like her head just like kind of just like flies backwards like off of her neck. You're right. It still was pretty cool. And her eyeballs continue to function and dumbass Mr. Dumberton gets into his car and leaves Ellie's severed robot arm on his door even though he saw it and reached around it. And he gets choked the fuck out. Like, don't you know anything about robots? You can't leave a no, fucking yeah. unattended I was robot gonna arm. say, like, when once I saw that robot arm, I was you like, know. there better be a fucking scene where this fucking this arm, Honestly. This, uh, this isolated arm, like choking him or fucking killing him or something. Honestly, I, and I was happy when it happened. If I was it didn't like, okay. come back, you'd be a little mad. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, what Bree said, he gets fucking choked by the arm, obviously, and he fiddles with it for a little bit, and then he gets off, and then like he. He stands by after he stops this arm from killing him, and he starts to, like, fiddle with his watch and then, like, take some pocket <laughs> lint out of his pockets. Like, he's literally doing nothing, just, like, He's doing absolutely there. nothing. Nothing at all. And then he gets grabbed by the body of the headless robot Ellie, fucking obviously. But mm-hmm. then it just, like, malfunctions and falls over. And it, it's out of juice, you know? The juice is not loose. Didn't charge it up, dude. So instead of getting in his car and leaving, he just runs. And he literally <laughs> just leaves the car. He just turns around and runs. Well, he, there's no leaving in that car. It's fucked. Was it? Yeah, it crashed into a tree. But he tried to get into it when he fucking got attacked oh by the God, arm. Oh my God, you're right. So I'm pretty sure it worked. I'm pretty sure he started it too. 
And then the fucking arm attacked him. Like, he literally just, like, he tried to get... He so, was just done with so cars even, at that point. And yeah, he's like, I'm he, never buying another car again. I'm going to run everywhere for dude, the seriously. rest of my life. So, so you might be right. <laughs> you might be right. He crashed into a tree. The car might be fucked. But the thing is, he tried to get he, into it yeah, and no, acted you're right. like he was going to leave. And you're then right. once the arm attacked him, he just abandoned the car. Yeah, he was like, no, fuck cars. He was dude. done with the cars after that. And I'm going to Forrest Gump this bitch. Dude, the car didn't do anything to him. The robot, <laughs> the robot in the car attacked you. He trusts no machinery now it's just it's not maximum <laughs> overdrive like you have a robot situation you don't have a machines coming to life situation so i don't get this decision i don't fucking get it Ooh, but he God. just he just runs off and he ends up back in the arms of the dude that brought ellie's father to the hospital earlier so he's uh-huh. back into some trouble and he tells him that he needs the phone because it's life or death and he's on the phone and he says that everyone with the masks are going to die and he needs them to take the show off the air they obviously don't believe him because they're like, dude, fuck off. Like, but he's yeah, like, you're on fucking He's crack, like, dude, dude, seriously, like, you're not going to lose anything out of doing this, so just he's, fucking take it off. Like, people are going to die. He's in full hysterics. He's yeah. in full hysterics. Like, begging them to take this shit off. So at this point, while I was on the phone, three kids come up and just start watching <laughs> TV in front of him. He just kind of lets it happen. And we see the first commercial shut off, and he's like, okay, good, it's kind of happening. And the kids change the channel, and the second one turns off after about, like, roughly five, seven seconds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, good. They switch to the third channel, and it keeps going. It's not turning off, And the third off, channel yeah. is the final channel, because there's only, like, three channels mm-hmm. so he tells him to take the third commercial off and it keeps going he's getting louder and louder he's like take it off and the no, movie do it now and at this point the movie just goes black so we don't know whether it shut off or if all the kids died and also i'm gonna on that note i don't know if even if it kept going did he turn off the tv to at least save those three kids or did he just <laughs> let, know, like, or did he just test it on them like they were the tester kids oh my god dude this <laughs> ending I'm personally fine with the ending because it kind of leads it to your imagination and I fuck with it. It's like, you, that... don't, you don't know whether he got the kids saved or if they all just fucking died. And I like that. You don't know whether there was a fucking kid death apocalypse. The part of not knowing, I do like, but it's just like, to me, there was like no, there was no payoff. There was no payoff. I don't know. I got some good robot deaths. Ellie died. Uh, she was hot. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, some kids got pumpkinated. <laughs> I'm going to give, personally, I give this movie, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I genuinely enjoy it, but it is all over the place. It's, 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 it's all, over all the place. fucking over the place. There was a lot of shit that happened that didn't need to happen. I wasn't mad about it not happening, which is why my rating is not lower. I was entertained by all of it, but it is very unnecessary. Ne- um, it's not, it's not a thorough movie. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a 4 out of 10. Oh, that's rough. I'm giving it a 4 out of 10. Damn, you felt strongly about this one. I I didn't enjoy it. Like, I wasn't, like, watching it. And especially now that we're in October and everything, like, I'm, I'm really in the mood for, like, horror movies and shit. Like, it just, it didn't hit for me, dude. Really? It this movie really, really gets me in the Halloween mood. It, like, it, I love the pumpkins and shit. No, I love okay. the masks. I love the song. I do like, appreciate that. Like I said, I kind of, the song does kind of annoy me, but I also love it just because it's, like, it's just I, I love the song. I love the commercial. And, like, I love even all the masks and everything. Like, it, it does have a really a lot of cool elements to it. But I did not get the payoff that I wanted. And it was all over the place. <laughs> I just, it just didn't really hit with me. I do get your reasonings for not liking it because this movie really is hit or miss. Like people yeah. either love this movie or hate this movie. I don't hate it. Okay. But I don't like it. Okay. You specifically, <laughs> if that makes sense. I will say you did specifically tell me you hated it right after you watched it. You I said like, it I, sucks. Oh, I yeah. didn't say I hated you it. You messed me. I said you were sucks. like, this movie sucks. And I was like, really? Because I don't feel that way. You were like, this movie sucks. Yeah, it's it sucks. Like, but I don't hate it. Like. Well, fair I'll, enough. I'll probably you guys... try and rewatch it just to try and like get another glimpse at it, I guess. But I would like to hear what everyone thinks about it. So if you guys like want to message us on like Instagram or something and just like let us know what you thought yeah. of Halloween three or like even if you want to give reasons too, I'd love to hear it. 
Because this movie uh, yeah, is really split. For sure. I'll end up reading that shit too someday. Because Caleb always gets the messages before me. So Pretty much. So <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode. It was a whole lot of fun. Um, as always, if you would like to rate us, if you would give us five stars and give us a little review on iTunes, that would be fucking awesome. It really does help us more than like anything in the fucking world. Yes, please. More than anything. Um, I would like to give you our email because I do it like half the time. <laughs> <laughs> so our email is at horsesoupatyahoo.com if you want to emails with any concerns or anything there actually i don't think we ever said anything about this but there was someone a while ago um let me pull up the name of the email they emailed us like a while ago based um like concerning our old episodes our fritzel episodes and they Mm -hmm. kind of corrected us on some like geography issues and stuff that we had between like um austria and germany and whatnot because we're dumbasses so i do appreciate stuff like that like don't be afraid to message us even if we're like fucking something up and you need to tell us like hey you messed this up i would love to hear it like i i'm not opposed to criticism whatsoever no yeah 100 percent so um this was let me find her name i think it was like i think it was eva yeah it's eva oh i'm gonna butcher this name oh i'm sorry eva hirschmuggle let me see it you can laugh if you want let me see the name we're not we're laughing with you that's hirschmuggle that's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, either way uh, uh, eva I'm, I'm sorry, Eva. It's we're going based on our our best knowledge here. So you already corrected <laughs> us on the um, Fritzel stuff. So if you want to correct us on your name, I'm more than open to yeah. No, to a correction honestly, because I if know. we ever if we ever mess up anybody's names, like whether we're shouting out our Patreon well, donors, I'm, not, or... I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and correct you. I'm not gonna say if we ever mess up your names. When we mess up your names, no, feel you're right. free to yeah, correct us. One hundred percent correct us. Like send us the exact pronunciation <laughs> because. We're fucking stupid and don't know how to read, so... Either way, thank you, uh, Eva Hirschmuggle. I feel bad saying that because yeah. I know I'm butchering this every time, but whatever. Just thank, thank you, Eva. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I went back and, like, edited the episodes, like, after she sent that to us, and it was very yeah, helpful. Yeah, don't... Yeah, we don't want to be, like, like that. You know? I don't want to sound stupider than I already am. <laughs> stupider. I'm already, I'm already dummier. Goes to Jupiter, gets more stupider. <laughs> if you would want to donate a little bit of money to us dumbass little Jupiter people, uh, you can donate to us over at patreon.com slash horse soup. We're very still working on Halloween stuff. Like I said, I don't want to give you bad stuff. So I'm don't gonna... talk about stuff we can't get into, Caleb. Remember what that guy said? We can't talk about stuff that we can't get into yet. You're right. We'll get into it later. <laughs> so if you want to find us on Instagram, Literally. you can find us at horse soup podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, I'm at horse soup sucks. Bri is at buffet potato. That's break potato, but with a V. If um, you want to listen to the person that made our music, you can find him on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Instagram at S O N I S S A M. That's son is Sam, and he is the son of Sam. And, oh, that's oh, rough. Don't. <laughs> Never mind. He's <laughs> not. Bad. He's actually a good guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> I would like to thank our listeners. You guys are awesome. Um, stay spook. Bye.